BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. And we continue here with Our American Stories, and we love telling stories of redemption, stories to give you hope amidst your own daily struggles and the noise that's out there each and every day in the news. And now our own Joey Cortez brings us one of these stories, the story of John and Ashley Marsh. I was on a trail and a track that I couldn't get off of. I was just in this, I felt I was in a tug of war and I was the rope. This pain and suffering just got so great, I started fantasizing about killing myself. So I figured out where you got this old house with this huge attic fan. I'm gonna pull the attic fan out, set up a huge pulley up in the attic, set up where I could have it where I knew it wouldn't break. And I got it all set up where I could hang myself out of that hole. Our ceiling eyes were 14 foot, so I'll never hit the floor. It's gonna work. And I went up there to hang myself and had no reservations. John was born in Albany, Georgia, to parents that were 14 and 17 years old. He was put up for adoption and taken in by an incredibly loving family 
As a kid, he made good grades and listened to his parents. Until... I rebelled. You know, rebellion's interesting. It takes you further than you want to go and costs you more than you want to pay. And so um, I stepped across the line and slept with a little girl. I was 13, she was 12, rode my bicycle to her house and changed our life. Now, in hindsight, I was longing for acceptance. I was looking to matter, to be valuable. Two things I found pretty quickly, you didn't have to guess whether you were accepted or not, and that was with girls. And then right after that, about 14 years old, I started working and making money. And those two things, when you were accepted, you knew it. So I started a high-end car audio business. I was mentored for a year, and then 16 years old, I was making $1,000 a week after school doing high-end audio. And uh, I stepped across the line and tried drugs for the first time, and then I proceeded to go with that and be a drug addict for probably the next you know, however many years of my life, five, seven years of my life. It's something I realize now looking back on rebellion, when you have rules and regulations without a relationship, it always equals rebellion. And so my parents loved me, but they didn't know how to reach me. I left home by 17 years old as soon as I could graduate, and I barely graduated. I was no longer interested. I was interested in making money. I said, why should I listen to y'all? I make more than you do teaching. I said, this is, I don't get it. You don't get the world y'all are trying to put me in. I didn't want to take and come into my dad's business. I wanted to do my own thing. And so I moved um, to Atlanta for just a short period of time doing high-end audio, helping them launch a shop there, and then ended up in a place called Auburn, Alabama, working for a guy named Big Jimmy at Jimmy's Car Stereo. He was a big old blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jew that loved me, and we became quick friends. He said, you're going to make more money than you ever made in your whole life. It's going to be awesome. I said, well, I like the sound of that. So I come here. First year I was here, I made almost $100,000 in cash as an 18-year-old boy, you know. He didn't like the girl, though, that moved here. That was my girlfriend at the time and moved here. I grew up in Pepperell, Alabama. I grew up in a very simple life. Um, looking back now into it, I would say in a, a poor family. I grew up in a very hard home. I had a lot of different types of conflicts in my home, from alcoholism to abuse. And first job was at KFC, and then I started working at different places in the mall. So I bought a car that uh, my first car I bought for myself. I was so proud of it. It didn't have any music, and I love music. I've always either got music in my ears, it's playing in the house, it's always in my car. It's my one thing. I'd rather have a radio than an air conditioner. I don't care. And so I just love to feel the beat and the rhythm, and I love to move. And so anyway, here I am in my car, my first car, no radio. And he's like, I oh, take it to Big Jimmy, he'll take care of you. It's like, okay. So we get down there and um, John is who Jimmy calls up front and um, to check out my speakers because he says they're just not connected. And John's like, you don't have any speakers. She has no speakers, Jimmy. So Jimmy's like, okay, I'm gonna get her some speakers. Gets John to install it. I remember the first time I saw her, I, I really did. It's some of those things, you know, in life where, and I, I thought she was beautiful. But I, I, I recognized something more than beauty. I told her, I said, first time I ever saw you, there was a royalty and a class about you, that you were like a queen without the crown. There was something so special and so unique. And I said, I saw it the very first time I saw you. Jimmy is like, you know what? I like you, and I think you're a smart girl. I want you to come work for me. This is part of his plan. So he decided this girl is no more for John, but this one's the one. So he's like, you know, matchmaker in heaven going on. And so anyhow, I start working for him. And the next thing you know, he has me and John doing everything together. And I'm just, I think he's just the most amazing thing I'd ever met. You know, he wasn't from here, thank goodness, because all the dudes from here are just idiots. 
um, is what I thought. And he was like James Dean to me, a little bit rebellious, which turned out to be a lot rebellious. Drove a Jeep, you know, just all the things. He just had the looks and the act and everything else about him. So I was gaga over him. But he had a girlfriend, and she was not too keen, obviously, on other girls being around. So Jimmy finally tells me, I don't like this girl that he's with, but I like you. And I was like, well, that's all good and great, but um, he has a girlfriend, and I don't date guys with girlfriends. And he's like, um, well, so you don't think you can get them? I was like, oh, no, I know I can get them. That's not a problem. And he's like, well, I bet you $500 you can't. So I took his bet, I won his bet, and I got the guy. So that's where we left off was Jimmy matchmaking us. <laughs> so she, we said, are. She, said you, she said, you're on fat man. I said, you're on fat man. We start dating. I, I, of course, I don't want to be alone much because I'm not that good of taking care of myself. I, I needed someone because I'm a bit like an indie car. Lots of maintenance required, heavy team, and lots of people to keep all the support systems going because these cars are expensive and they break down a lot, but they're high performance. So I felt like that's the way I, I was when it came to it. So Ash came into our life and um, we began to live together. We were dating for a couple of years and then this guy came into the car stereo shop and he'd bring in these cars that had been wrecked that he was repairing and the wiring wouldn't work right on him. He'd like, can you fix this? Like, oh yeah, no problem, I'd fix it. Pretty soon I'm fixing quite a few of these. He's like, oh man, me and you need to do something together. So he's getting wrecked cars fixed up in North Alabama, taking them and getting the metal work, the framework and body work done, sending them down here, we get them painted and then I'd put them back together and make them work. And we're making eight, $10,000 a car doing this. We're starting going, man, we ought to be doing more of this stuff. And so, and it really felt like the first time I'd really left somebody I loved deep. I told Jimmy, I said, I want to go out on my own and do this. It was really heartbreaking because he was, he was super close to me and loved me and a great mentor. And so we went out and um, started, I started my first business in the automobile business. I think I was 20 years old when we started this business. And, um, and Ash and I living together, her dad really hated me, really hated me. His daughter comes in there at 18, says, I'm moving out, I'm moving in with this guy. And uh, she had never rebelled. She had listened to everything her parents had told her to do and done everything they said all the way up until then. And so she moved in with us. And so m quite a few nights, her mama called, say, he's on the way. Y'all watch out. He's drunk and he's got his shotgun. So he'd come and tap on all the windows of the apartment so that we would uh, know that he was serious about it. So he did not want her living with me, did not want us together, which made it a little more volatile. When I moved into the apartment with him, my life changed completely. I did find out that he was doing drugs. None of us are who we peacock ourselves to be. The moments of sitting and listening to Kenny G and looking into my eyes and you're the most important thing in the world and was true only until I moved in. I didn't know how to love a lady. And that's one of the things I've realized is it's not intuitive. I mean, you've got more preparation to get a license or learner's permit for your car than to get married. <laughs> and so when we came into this relationship together, I began to immediately dominate her instead of love her and tell her what I wasn't gonna do and who she couldn't be. And, and she was trapped again. And so um, within a short period of time of us living together, looking back now, I realized she was trapped. I just said, I gotta move forward. And I, and I said, I, 
I love this girl, I'm gonna marry her, and we're gonna keep moving forward. And I was in business, we were running two or three businesses at that time. By, by 21 years old, I was a million and a half dollars in debt, $99,000 overdrawn. I was a drug addict. We were running multiple businesses, and we were in serious trouble. And you're listening to the story of John and Ashley Marsh. And do any of the characters sound familiar? Because if they don't, you haven't lived much of a life. When we come back, we're going to continue with their remarkable story on Our American Stories. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we continue here with Our American Stories. And we left off with Ashley discovering that John was a drug addict and in serious debt. And the two obviously were not getting along. But despite the turmoil, the two got married. Let's return to the story. Ashley and I find out we're pregnant, but there's just so many problems. And so I've got a partner. I'm in this business. We're in lots of debt. I'm doing the work myself because I'm gifted with my hands. He's running the money. He comes to me one day and he said, I got to tell you something. Ash has been running around on you for a while. She's seeing one of our employees. Relation tactic, but I felt like, well, my whole life fell apart. Everything I ever wanted, he can't trust it. And I said, okay, I know what you do. You get a new wife, you get a new life, get a new vehicle, reboot. Get the best lawyer you can and fight started going to lawyers, we're setting up the things, and Ash and I are fighting. I'm doing all I can to try to find a way to win, to hurt her and win. The pressure was incredible. And I started hearing something in my mind, and it kept going, why don't you kill yourself? Why don't you kill yourself? Why don't you kill yourself? And it became louder and louder and louder. I felt I was in a tug of war and I was the rope. And this pain and suffering of this just got so great, I started fantasizing about killing myself. So I figured out where you got this old house with this huge attic fan. I'm gonna pull the attic fan out, set up a huge pulley up in the attic, and set up where I could have it where I knew it wouldn't break. And I got it all set up where I could hang myself out of that hole. Our ceiling eyes were 14 foot, so I'll never hit the floor. It's gonna work. And I went up there to hang myself and had no reservations. But I got down on that old plywood floor and started crying out to God I'd never met before. And the, the, it got reframed. Instead of kill myself, he said, why don't you die to yourself? Now it was so similar yet so different. And there was light and life in that. And I cried out to a God I never knew. Like lightning struck me, every hair on my body stood up. Time stood still. And for about two solid hours, every care, hurt, pain, suffering, regret, mistake I've made, like a syringe, got pushed out of the bottom of my feet to the top of my head and out in tears. And I said, this is what I always wanted. This is what I've always been looking for right here. Nothing has ever filled me like this. Nothing's ever felt like this. I told myself, follow you all the days of my life, no matter what. You have me without any conditions. And so it began the journey of me beginning to find out what God had for me. And I didn't quit drugs, they quit me. Mm -hmm. I walked out of that place forever changed. Got struck by lightning. I was still seeing the gentleman that I had committed adultery with and found out that I was pregnant. And I didn't know if I was pregnant with John's child or his child. And that's what broke me. Not finding out I was pregnant, but I ended up losing the child. And at that moment was when I had nothing left. There, there was nothing left. I had no more ideas, no more solutions, no more energy, nothing to try to 
figure out life for myself or why I wanted to be in it or anything else. I never thought about suicide. I just felt so desperately alone. By the skin of their teeth, John and Ash evaded divorce. They met a few mentors that taught them how to love and how to be loved, how to forgive and how to heal. And so their life together began anew. One of our mentors that we met selling a car to, that started a relationship. He actually counseled us. He's like, you got to get out of living in the basement of this house. You know, you've got to fix upstairs. You've got, you know, this is something that's important. This is your home. We lived in the basement of our house for six and a half years in a one-bedroom apartment. That's what he's talking about, all cramped in there. It was me, John, Nelson, our oldest, a dog, and a friend. It took us a while to work on that house, and it was in the middle of that same neighborhood that had all the prostitutes and the drug addicts and just destitution, no hope. I mean, when you looked around, um, every house was broken. Everything looked abandoned, and so ours fit in the neighborhood up until we worked on it, and then we turned the lights on, and the next thing you know, we were like a beacon in the neighborhood. But it honestly was just a reflection, literally, of what was happening in us. And so we were working together, um, trying to work on that house and everything. That's when he transitioned from going from doing the cars and everything. He's like, I really like this. And we got through that. I was like, what do you want to do? He's like, I like this. I like doing this. So we started doing houses, and we did two things. We are renovating houses there in our town. And then I got this idea. Ash fell in love with a house in Albany. She said, baby, it's a beautiful house I'd love to buy. And so I started thinking, I said, what if I unbuilt it backwards? What if I just disassembled it? Took the last thing they put in, took that out, and just unbuilt it backwards. So that's the first house we ever disassembled. We took it apart in 90 days, driving 120 miles one way after work, and unbuilt it backward to the boards. We put our $3,300 tax return in that baby, sold it, and made $15,000. That's what we rolled into doing everything we did. I started our architectural salvage business. Next thing you know, we're doing houses like crazy. She would do the design work. I'd run the cruise, and next thing you know, we had done 75 houses in that one neighborhood with no money. Our guys started saying, well, John, you need to keep some of this, because if not, why don't you keep, do 10 houses for others, keep one for yourself. Well, next thing I know, we got a pile of property going. And then I got, we got to come up with a rental business. So we're running a construction business, architectural salvage, and a rental business. And we almost finished everything in our neighborhood over there. We done like 70 or so houses, and I was like, well, what are we going to do next? She's like, well, Downtown Obelika was super junky. In fact, right before we started buying our first houses down there, two ladies were executed by a gang member downtown Opelika. It was just, it was broken. She said, I can't walk by this one more time and see it this way. We got to do something. I said, well, let's buy the whole place. She's like, we ain't got any money. I said, it doesn't matter. If it's something we're supposed to do, the provision's going to be there. Provision is down the road. We just got to keep stepping. I only need enough caulk and paint for today. If I got enough for today, tomorrow's going to be there. So now, looking back, we've done 210 structures in 10 blocks, and we've helped start over 40 businesses to the saving of our city. And see, God loves cities. It was his idea from the start. I think God invented cities, but we're interested in seeing them redeemed. There's restoration and redemption for cities, just like people. And what we began to realize is we don't just make structures, structures make us. One thing I learned about cities, number one is, the biggest mistake, we believe if we fix the buildings, it would save our city. And it doesn't. Renovation is not revitalization. It's just renovation. And you can fix the stuff up and it'd be dead inside. It's like a movie set. 
people and businesses add the life to buildings. And we learned one of the first things we always do is start with food, because so much meaningful happens at the table. You decide who to marry, where to bury, what's gonna happen. Very few things are incarnate. You don't stick a lot inside your body. Food matters. And good food people will drive for. I can get people to drive the worst part of the neighborhood for good barbecue. And so we'll start with food and fellowship. And we can build one iconic, amazing food place in a town and transform a town. People start coming from an hour away. One little town we're working in has 3,500 people. And the first restaurant we worked on there sees 8,800 people a month. So it's drawing people from all around. Mm -hmm. So our work now for Ash and I is to consult, help people who want to change cities, who share our same vision and values. We think there will be a time to come that people are going to recognize that historic downtowns in this fabric are irreplaceable real estate when they're under professional management, thoughtful vision, and a team that has a collaborated approach to where they're going that is, does good and does well. And can you do both? Yes, except no less than to do good and do well. We've got a vision for saving cities. And we've been listening to John and Ashley Marsh, and what a story this is. I felt I was in a tug of war, and I was the rope. That's how it started. He was looking to kill himself. And his wife, well, she was at the end of her rope, too. But then something happened. He said he cried out to a God he never knew. And boy, did he get a reply. And ultimately, he said, I didn't quit drugs, they quit me. And they went about restoring not only their lives, but the lives of the people around them by restoring houses. But again, a house without a restoration of the people inside it, is not much. John and Ashley Marsh's story, a remarkable renovation story, here on Our American Stories. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.